Boys. How are you? Hey, fellas. <laughs> good. Hi. Good to be back with you, bu- with your boys. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I know. And uh, it's sports brunch today for everyone listening to the brunch breakdown right now. And I'm starting this off by saying the brunch breakdown just so this doesn't go on. So just in case this goes on too long. But you know what I want to know from you guys? We're like five weeks into the NFL season. We're like, I feel like I feel like three months into the college football season. I feel like I've been playing college football forever right now. Um, what is your hottest sports take right now, boys? Go. I would love to start if I could have your Please. permission. Let's go. Please. <clears throat> um, all referees and officials are just nerds who couldn't play the sport and wanted to judge people later in life. I hate, I hate, love I hate football officials so unbelievably much. And I think like in, in the wake of the, the most recent week of football, people are probably thinking, I want to talk about roughing the passer penalties. And like, sure, those were bullshit. But can I just tell you that like, you should pay attention to the finer details of the football game that you're watching and watch like how many times the official runs up the spot, the sideline to spot a ball and then runs in and then like runs a crooked path and then doesn't actually spot the ball where they originally started coming off the sideline and they like mark it a yard back or a yard forward. The, the, the amount of times that officials throw flags and then have to get together to talk about it. They just got to talk about, Hey, I saw some yellow on the field. Why did that happen? I don't know. Do you think we should call a penalty today? Sure. Let's call a penalty, but let's talk about it a little bit longer or in college football, how like 20% of all plays are reviewed because officials can't actually identify what the hell is happening on the field. Cause once again, they were nerds who didn't play the sport, but wanted to grow up and judge the people who are actually good at athletics. I hate, hate, hate football officials. They haven't really cost my team anything. So this is not like a, Oh, I'm mad about a loss that I'm emotionally invested in. No, 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 no. I've why I casually watch a lot of football and they are all nerds and I hate them. I love it. Dan, hottest sports take. Go. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Chris, that kind of goes along with what I said a couple of weeks ago about college football being the games take way too long. The officials are a significant blame to that. And I still, uh, still say that, um, th- guys this year, this year that we're in right now, this season is Nick Saban's last legitimate chance at winning a national title. It won't, if it doesn't happen this year, it's not happening anymore. That's it. It's done. It's not going to happen. Here's why with expansion within his own conference in the SEC. And I'm not saying that, you know, Oklahoma is coming into the SEC and going to wreck Nick Saban's championship goals. That's not what I'm saying. Texas might, but with expansion in the SEC and eventual expansion in the playoff, it's going to make it far more difficult. And this dude does not like NIL. He doesn't like it. He doesn't quite embrace it. He knows he has to, but he doesn't love it. And I can't imagine the sponsorship deals coming out of Alabama are as strong as some other top contenders for national championships. So that's it. I'm calling it right now. He's the greatest coach of all time. However, this is his last chance at the national championship because it's going to be far more difficult. You're going to get more teams into the mix and somebody stupid is going to upset Alabama when they're not supposed to. And it's going to be just late enough to wreck their dreams. And guess what? Won't be mad about it. <laughs> Dan, uh, Nick Saban is ac- he actually has a birthday coming up. He is turning oh. 71 on Ooh. October 31st. His birthday is on Halloween. So how long, is. how many more years do you think he's actually going to coach? I think he's going to make it to 80. I do. No, you do. <laughs> I think he's going to 80. You think he's going to be like Joe Pa and like shitting his pants on the sideline, but they still <laughs> call him coach. See- Here's the thing. I don't Joe because I don't even know what age Joe Paterno was, but like from the time that I can remember, Joe Paterno was always 98 years old. I don't know what year he actually died. He was always yeah, he was always 100 somewhere between 98 and 120 years old. But like, I don't think Nick Saban's going to be is going to look like that when he retires. I think 
he's just going to look like a normal 2020s 80 year old that's just like he's old but like you gotta go first that's what i for for a guy that's 71 and like probably stresses himself out more than anybody does on the rest of the entire planet he looks pretty good (laughs) i don't think him and belichick are that far apart but they look far apart in age yes um i i'd cap it at 75 i'd cap it at 75 um, I think this will part of be like, college football is just going to get way too chaotic. And his wife is eventually going to be like, we got a couple of years left on this on in life. <laughs> Maybe we should spend some more time together. <laughs> That's fair, but that didn't work out for Giselle with Tom Brady. So <laughs> no, it didn't. She tried. <laughs> and if, and if and she he, can't and get you to no. retire, then I don't know who can get anybody to retire. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> all right. My hot take. Mike Tomlin, quit coaching the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just quit. It's done. (laughs) Mike Tomlin needs to quit. He has been the coach for the Steelers since Bush was still president. Like, (laughs) nobody should be at a job for that long. Nobody, especially when you make that much money. Here's what Mike Tomlin should do. He should just leave the NFL. He's got like the, he's got all these like records or he's like second best in this and whatever, when it comes to winning percentage and all this stuff or faster, this many wins and whatever. And it's done no losing seasons, all that good stuff. Cause that's going to go away this year. Anyways, it's time to quit and call up, have your agent call up Notre Dame and say, Mike Tomlin will come coach. Notre Dame for $25 million a year and then go there and just do whatever the fuck you want to do up there. Cash out. Cause I think that is the way that re- that NFL coaches really need to do things. Cause these coaching salaries for the, for college football are so insane that like they're making more than some pro coaches. And I'm like, when you're done with the NFL, go to college and just, I don't know, go screw up somebody's program for like, I don't know, four or five years and make $20 million a year. It's Mike Tomlin. Who doesn't want Mike Tomlin coming into their living room? Like, what? Are you kidding me? You're All the recruits are coming. It doesn't matter where he goes. So Notre Dame, Mike Tomlin, get together. It's it's time. Cash out. You've done enough, Mike. It's my honesty. To that point, I just looked at Mike Tomlin's net worth. In Google, a number of results say that his net worth is $16 million. And like, there's a lot of college coaches making 10 a year. Mike Tomlin yes. makes $6 million a year. I'm starting to think you might be right. Yeah. Cash out, Mike. It's time. Oh, boy. You've done it. And you're right. He'd walk into any living room and come out with a signature. Yes. <laughs> Not even a verbal. He's coming yeah. with the signature. He's, he's walking out with the signature. He's got, he's got paperwork. Me. Yeah, he's got the paperwork. <laughs> There's no parent in the United States of America that is going to let their kid, at least for the first however many years of Mike Tomlin's tenure at Notre Dame or wherever he ends up choosing to cash out at, is going to let that kid just um, uh, like whatever, reclassify or whatever it is, whenever they, you know, they, they're just, no one's going to just drop their commitment. No one's doing that. Their kid, their parents well, just won't let them. That's why his name got floated out there for the USC job last yeah. year, if you remember. But he did have that quote <laughs> Again, to your point, Chris, he, his net worth might be in $16 million. He said there's not a booster with a big enough paycheck or a big enough okay. checkbook. Well, <laughs> if the first number is 25 and there's a handful of zeros after it, <laughs> yeah, that might be big enough. I think he should look at all the players USC actually bought in the offseason to find <laughs> out that he can make a lot more money there. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, if dude, if Brian Kelly is making like $11 million a year to go coach at LSU, like what's Mike Tomlin worth? Hey, maybe, maybe when Nick Saban retires at 75, like Dan says, Mike Tomlin will slide into that role. Well, Could that was the it. hottest th- dude. Hot takes. I love it. It's the brunch breakdown. DB here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh and it is sports brunch. We're talking all things sports today. We're going to do a a tailgate draft today, which is going to be a lot of fun and whatever else we get into. And we're going to talk beer and all that good stuff. So Dan, tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah. If you forgot, since we've been, uh, you know, haven't been here in two weeks, you can find the brunch breakdown quite literally anywhere. You can find podcast people. It's that simple. Google search brunch breakdown. You'll find us Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Find us everywhere. New episodes. 
every Wednesday. They come out first thing in the morning, every Wednesday. Hit follow, hit subscribe. Make sure those episodes come to you whenever you're ready to listen to them. Download them, take them on the go. Of course, full video episodes also available every Wednesday. Those premiere on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, also available on demand anytime you want to watch those. And of course, everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. You follow us, we follow you back give each other a little love. And of course we give you a little bit of love, a little extra love with that sounds of brunch playlist. We give you what we're listening to at the end of every show. We put that together in a playlist. We include last week's and the current weeks to give you a double stuffed version of the sounds of brunch every Friday exclusively on Spotify. I love it. Still now it's that. time to get random topics off our chest. Chris, get us started. What's on your mind, sir? Well, Didi, you just mentioned Tom and Giselle, and uh, I want to go down that route, given that it's sports brunch. But the reason I want to go down this route is because my wife won't stop talking about it. And I'm I like it needs to stop Oh no! <laughs> about about I'm going to be honest with you guys about every other day in this household. My wife says something to me and I'm like, that's content. That is content for the brunch breakdown. The majority of the time, I completely forget it, but I could not forget it this time around because Katie quite literally won't stop talking about Tom and Giselle filing for like divorce attorneys or whatever the hell is going on. And um, I think we all kind of saw this coming. Uh, Dee Dee was basically predicting the future with the whole Tom Giselle thing. And like he retired. I think we all kind of felt like, yeah, Diddy. Because the next football season hasn't actually started yet. And then what ends up happening? Like he basically used that whole retirement thing to just get out of training camp. Worked out really well for him. Uh, at the same time, a lot of what Didi predicted about like, he, he might just not like his family all that much. Well, <laughs> that's how now it seems like they don't like him very much <laughs> either. But I'm, I'm saying all this to say that like, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to supremely famous people, I don't think we should ever be surprised when like breakups or divorces happen. I think like the nature of being that unbelievably famous just naturally comes with a certain level of selfishness, right? Like you, your career is all about you. You have to put yourself on a pedestal to get to that point. Now, here we are, Tom Brady, he's not okay with retiring comes back. Let's this is what happens. So like, I've been trying to explain all these things to, to my wife about, you know, just the nature of, of, of these high profile people. And I thought like, you know what, let's, let's get it out there for anybody else who might be worried or upset or wondering what's going on, how this could happen. Um, I think Katie is mostly upset at Tom because of like, <laughs> well, not really retiring. Um, and yeah, that's kind of a, you know, eh, all of us are married now. That's not, you know, maybe not the best thing to do, you know, best card to pull out of the deck. Uh, but here we are. But this is what happens with very famous people. Don't let yourself get too wrapped up into it. Cool. I love that. <laughs> I mean, well done. <laughs> like, I mean, my whole thing with them is just that, like, I feel like, if you're going to say you're retiring and you're going to do the whole thing, I'm retiring. That means you told your family. That means you and your wife have talked about this for a while. You have an exit plan. Like this is Tom Brady, for God's sakes. He's one of the most famous people in the world. He's married to a woman who's more famous and makes more money than he does. Right. So like these things are planned out. And then you say, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not retiring. Like, obviously like you told her that and she's like, all right, Go fuck yourself. I'm done. I don't know. We all make sacrifices in marriages, you know? We're all married. Like, you know, like Chris is, has his own business. I'm sure Katie has to sacrifice in ways like that. Like, I am freelancing right now. My wife has to sacrifice in ways like that. But when it comes to like, you know, but after a while, it's going to be like, okay, like I want to do something. And then you have to sacrifice for her. And he's not doing that. So she's like, out. It's like, you know, it's real. It's kind of simple. If you're married, you're like, I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah it is and the thing about it for me is i just don't care i just i don't <laughs> i could not care less about tom brady and giselle and their life off the field i don't i 
I, I, I really, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, Chris, I don't know how you'd be. I mean, hearing that every day that your wife, like if my wife had, a, she had something to talk sports about with me, I'd get excited. But if she brought that around the table at dinner table every night, I'd be like, this conversation, we're not having these conversations anymore. <laughs> we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Uh, that's why DD's wife gets paid to go on TMZ and tell stories. You know, then you can hear from the sources right then and there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's too, it's too much. Right? There's enough drama around Tom Brady on the field that I don't need it off. I don't need it off the field either. He just needs to go. I can't wait till he goes away. <laughs> I can't wait. Wouldn't it be, a sh- wouldn't it be like unbelievable though, to like go through all that. And then I don't know, the bucks go like seven and nine. <laughs> came yeah. back for all the right reasons didn't you thank you tommy right. yeah. is it worth it i i think like l duncan said on uh the, from espn she said like uh like he's sacrificing his whole family to lose in a wild card playoff game yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and i was like damn you say it like that that's that's tough mm-hmm. <laughs> god oh dan get it off your chest well, boys, this is going to be short, sweet, simple for me. Um, literally, speaking of things that I don't care about, I don't care about your fantasy football team or your <laughs> fantasy whatever team. I don't care, and neither does anybody else. The discussions about how your fantasy football team is doing against even each other as friends and it, people that don't aren't involved, like, stop it. Stop it right now. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the player that you have in this game that we're watching together. Nobody cares about you're on this winning streak. And if Patrick Mahomes throws three touchdowns today, you're like, it's fun to do fantasy sports with friends for the draft. And then after that, (laughs) after that, you're just stressing yourself out, managing this fake team. And I know there's money, you know, often stakes money. There is for me too, but I don't need yeah outside of I don't need that outside noise about your fantasy team. I don't I don't need it. Nobody cares. Stop talking about it. Keep it your fantasies to yourself. There you go. Just roll up. That's Touché. it. That's what I gotta say. Touche. I agree. My God. Can I, I hate? Can, yeah. No. Football. No water cooler talk over fantasy football. Let's talk about real football. There's enough bad fo- bad real football going on to talk about that we don't need to talk about how points equated to your computer generated fantasy team. Can I, can I add something to that, Dan? Please, please. Uh, um, please stop sending me trade requests. Like I care. <laughs> and then please stop <laughs> following up the trade with request with like a message to me explaining why you submitted the trade. I'm going to decline it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, well, mine is short and sweet and a little bit shocking. Um, Justin Tucker is my favorite football player in the NFL. Oh, no. Like this guy. I hate field goals. I hate kicking. I wish they'd get rid of all kicking and everything. And I kind of wish that he was the only person who could kick in the NFL. They're just like he just went from team to team. He just helicoptered in. And they just let him kick kicker. from 58 yards out. Like it's nothing. Like, I just don't understand how you can be so good at kicking. Cause when you watch the rest of the, you watch the rest of the NFL, like I have Sunday tickets. So I'm just like bebopping around the games, watching the Browns miss kicks, watching the Steelers miss kicks, watching like the chiefs who are good miss kicks. Everybody is missing kicks. Justin Tucker goes out there, kicks from 58 yards out puts his arms out before it even goes through and his linemen are bowing to him. It's the most amazing shit I've ever seen. And like, I I hate kickers, but my God, Justin Tucker, number one, best, best player in the NFL. He deserves all the flowers. I don't know if there's any other kickers in the hall of fame, but kick them out because they aren't him. I, I literally could have never seen this coming. I th- did you see the interview of Justin Tucker after he kicked that field goal? Like what he said in the in the interview? No. He said he 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 got more detailed on one NFL field goal kick than I ever knew you possibly could. He went down to calling it like a championship hold 
And when he said that, I was like, oh DD is at home throwing up. Like DD <laughs> hates it. I did not see this coming at all, DD. Um, wow. Wow. I told he, you. I, I already disliked him just as a Raven, but respected the hell out of his talent as a kicker. But I hate him so much more <laughs> after that little parade for himself that he threw himself to stroke his own ego on Sunday. Dude, you are one bad kick in a big moment away. Now I realize that hasn't happened in like a decade for him, but one away <laughs> from eating that shit sandwich real deep without chewing. Like, come on, my man. Come on. Dude, here's another thing. Reason why Justin Tucker, favorite player in the NFL. Uh, he's the only person who will make me say, no, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, one of those exciting players in the league. No, no, you actually, you're wrong. Go get Justin Tucker. Go get the kicker. You want about anybody else in the NFL outside of like Baker Mayfield. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, no, go for it on fourth down. Like, you're, right. you're professionals. No, Justin right. Tucker, I'm like, sorry, Lamar, you're wrong. Like, go out. You had a couple downs to do it. Go back. Lamar, Lamar Jackson knows if he gets a fourth down and it's inside the 45-yard line, he doesn't get to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you get the fourth down within the four, if 45 yards and in, you're not going for it. Too bad. Justin Tucker's coming on. Man. But yeah, so there's a oh, kicker. There's one kick I that I enjoy. I can't believe that. You're welcome, boys. I'm here to shock. It. Now, it's Bruce Day. What are you sipping on, guys? Dan, what do you got? Ooh, I'll go up first. Mm. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, Boys, we're we're getting down to the the last few warm days we have here left on the East coast and fall is kind of in full swing. And we actually had kind of a 70 degree day today, 73 degrees, another one tomorrow. So I'm not full, fully into fall beers yet. I'm, I'm there. Trust me. I'm there, but there's still a couple of, you know, summer specials that I need to have while the weather's warm because fall beer and stout season is just around the corner. So, this week, uh, I found something a little nifty. Um, this is the uh, Dose. I think, yeah, can't remember if I've talked about this on this podcast yet or not. Uh, Dose Equis. Now, they have their seltzer series, but this is their lager series that they've added flavor to. Comes in a four-pack. Pineapple, lime and salt. Pretty typical for cerveza. Uh, cucumber. And this one is watermelon. It comes a variety, a mixed variety four pack. Now, I wish I had the pineapple or the lime and salt or the cucumber because, frankly, those were better. And that's why I'm out of them. Uh, and that's why I'm left with watermelon. Not my favorite. Not my favorite of the four. Um, but I was, I was curious because you see the whole, you know, flavor blast, thing, you know, era coming out with seltzers and those type of drinks. And with beer, it's typical run-of-the-mill marshmallow, you know, typical stuff, <laughs> typical stuff that we enjoy. But to see this, even the box I thought was a seltzer pack, but it's not. It's it's the cerveza. And I thought, okay, that can work. That's a style of beer where, again, lime and salt's one of them. You kind of used to having that. You get your lime with one anyways. Um, let me give this another little nifty-sifty. Because it's just the right amount. It's just the right amount of flavor. The pineapple is a little sweeter than the other three, but this is nice. It's light. It's refreshing. It's good for warm weather. Dee, Dee go get it out on the West Coast while you still have plenty of that. But I love Dos Equis as it is. I love cervezas. And um, whatever this series is all about, the flavor series, watermelon, it should be here to stay. Can't wait for next summer. Nice. I've never even had that. Yeah. I have to look yeah. for it. Yeah, dude. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, what I'm sipping on, guys, uh, not beer this week. I apologize, but I am sipping on something that's brewed. It's fall. Oh, the man. apple crisp macchiato from Starbucks, guys. This that's back. <laughs> amazing. Every bit as good as it was last year. I mean, 
I substitute the oat milk for regular milk because oat milk tastes like oats. And I understand some people are cool with that. I'm not. <laughs> Don't fuck with it. But I substitute it. The apple crisp macchiato from Starbucks, guys. If you if you aren't on this damn thing, just freaking you're missing out. That was a strong, that was a strong bruise day uh, holder for you last year. I remember this time. It's back. It's back, oh, yeah. baby. We back, baby. We back. Oh, that way good. too many. Way too many. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have a beer. Um, so we'll round it out the right way here. Uh, this is <laughs> Low Pitch Hazy IPA from High Wire Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Dan, I know you. Hell yeah, been- brother. You've been in that area quite a bit. Um, I actually got this thanks to, uh, I guess my co- it would be my wife's cousin. So my cousin-in-law was down there. I think for I don't know if it was like a race or a family vacation, whatever. Um, picked up some of these, brought them back. It's delish. It's citrusy. It's not bitter. It's more on like the s- s- sweeter side of things. And it has so I know Simcoe hops. It has Sabro hops, which I've never heard of. I don't have any information on it other than. That's what's in it. Um, and it tastes delightful. So cheers. I kind of on the same page as you, Dan, uh, the sun's out today in Pittsburgh. So yeah. we might as well pretend like it's still summer. God. Love it. Yeah, dude. High wire. I love that. I love that. I'm 90% sure we made it down there in our trip to Asheville last nice. year. Phenomenal brewery. Phenomenal. Nice. Well, that's Bruce day, gentlemen. Cheers. Good work, boys. Cheers. All right. Well, let's get into the main topic today. We are going to do a tailgate draft. Chris, you are the brainchild behind all the drafts that are going to be coming up very soon on the Brunch Breakdown because I'm excited <laughs> about this. So, Chris, yeah, take right. it away. Um, I like that. Actually, let's just um, – I'm just the brainchild. That, that's yeah, what I just, am. Yeah, you are Roger Goodell. I don't like that. No, 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 no. I don't. <laughs> now I think we're going in the opposite direction. Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be a lot of fun to draft things. Um, <laughs> a long time ago, we went to Las Vegas and pretended like we were in the draft, uh, but it was at, it was at Earl of sandwich. And every That's time right. our order was ready, we got up and celebrated with each other. Like uh, we just had been drafted into the NFL. And I don't know, there's a lot of stuff out there that I feel like we would be interested in drafting against each other on. And since it's football season, tailgating made a lot of sense. I think it's something that we're all very passionate about. So it'll be hard when somebody takes an item that you or I or you want, but Hey, you know what? That's the way the draft goes. Not everybody can get Kenny Pickett. All right. Some people are going to be stuck with like Josh Rosen and that's the way it works. So let's dive into it. I don't have uh, the one thing I did not do was set up a random order, but I can, I can try and do that right now. Okay. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we got, and we got everything on the table here. These are tailgate everything. essentials, everything on the board, not just food related. So I, I, I this is going to be a wild. I don't know if we all have the same stuff or we're going to be able I'm, to have a couple steals of the draft. I maybe there's going to be a trade. Yeah. There, could, there could be. That's it. You guys did offer. There was a trade <laughs> offered at the end of the, I remember one of the last drafts. Yeah. We got a lot, <laughs> a lot of drafts on the docket for the next, uh, for a while here. So I love it. I well, love it. Sh- shout out to uh random.org for putting our <laughs> draft order in place today. Uh, with the first pick in the draft, it's me. And then Didi has your number two pick. Dan has your number three pick, but we'll, do you want to snake it? Do you want to snake or do you want to go one, two, three, one, two, three? I think like that's tough to put Dan in the last pick every round. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, would let's be. yeah, that would be. Thank you. All we'll right. Snake so it. we'll, we'll snake it. And like, yeah, like you guys said, this is everything like, when you're trying to put the perfect tailgate together, what items do you want and or need? Um, and I was thinking a lot about this ever since we proposed this idea. I then had a tailgate. So I was thinking about it when I was getting ready for my tailgate. And I had all these items in mind, all these things that, I, that like, you know, I tailgate with Dan. I feel like we do a pretty good job. All these items in mind that I always take to the tailgate. And then it dawned on me. The tailgate is nothing without the vehicle. So Mm. with the number one pick in the draft, I am drafting a pickup truck. 
<laughs> oh, wow. You're in specific with it. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. There I is, like where your I like head is it. at. <laughs> Back to basics, baby. There is, there is no more foundational piece to an amazing tailgate than having a vehicle with an actual tailgate. You're not going to be limited in the amount of things that you can bring. Give me a pickup truck. That's my first pick. Wow. Smart. Somehow the Philadelphia Eagles are booing that pick too, but it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's it's a great pick. Essential. Yep. Number two pick in the tailgate drafts on the brunch breakdown, hot dogs. Wow. I need hot dogs. Oh, hot dogs. Early pick round, <laughs> early round pick for you. No, not early. Just in time. <laughs> Just, just where she belongs. <laughs> just where she belongs. Number two pick in the draft. You got to be able to hold the hot dog to eat it. And I love yeah. being able to hold things and stand and talk and talk with my hands. <laughs> and that's why I need a hot dog at a tailgate. There you go. This is a hell of an explanation. We just going to have to cut that up in a clip for even ourselves. It's incredible. That's incredible. There's one clip done for the week. Thanks, Didi. Um, you make a good point, though, about the hot dog being the right vessel where you can single hand the hot dog and have a beverage in the other hand. Some yep. foods you can't do that with. Um, so that takes you took care of the left stop. hand. Right? You took care of the left hand. I'm taking care of the right hand. I mean, hello, beer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is this thing on? Did I just get beer in the third pick? Do we know who we're talking to here? I mean, <laughs> what else are you doing? Why are you there? Why else are you there? Well, Didi's there for hot dogs. Apparently for hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm taking beer. So I'll go again. So my next pick, I feel like I could probably... This could be... This is a Kenny Pickett type of pick here for me where I think I need to take this pick now even though there's a chance it could be there in round three for me, but I don't want to risk <laughs> having this one fall. I like it. Boys, the first pick of the second round, fourth overall pick, essentials at a tailgate, women. <laughs> women. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, if you've ever been to a tailgate with just a bunch of dudes, and you look around the parking lot at the groups with women, they're having a better time than you. <laughs> I'm telling you, essential for a tail women. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> see, I didn't want to gamble on that. I didn't want to gamble on the two. You not thinking, thinking that way, but I, I, I had to, it's a, it's a difference maker. It's a difference maker. Oh, well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I thought I was going to be the only person that picked a group of people. And um, <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. I am drafting people who don't care that much about the game. That's who I'm drafting because okay. those are the people I want at my tailgate always. When you get inside the stadium, care about your team. Scream your face off till you have no voice. But when we are tailgating and we are a community and we are eating hot dogs at Chris's in the back of Chris's pickup truck while drinking beer with women, I want yeah. you to not care <laughs> about the game or about your team all that much. So that's what I'm picking. People who don't care about the game that much. This sounds like I, an amazing day. <laughs> I absolutely love this segment. This is this is, we're not even halfway through, and this is this is maybe the best thing we've ever done. This is amazing because uh, we're we're all in completely different directions. Yeah, and uh, this is also the perfect tailgate so far. I haven't. I'm like, this is an amazing tailgate. I'm bring like, it all yeah. together, man. Yeah, we literally have all we need right now. All right, I've got two picks in a row here, and this is going to work out well because they can be kind of a package deal. All right, so I've got the pickup truck. My second overall, or my second pick, the sixth overall pick of the tailgate draft is going to be a generator, okay? 
because Ooh. the things that the the generator the possibilities that that opens up at your tailgate uh is legitimate and then with the seventh pick of the tailgate draft i am bringing a tv and now if you think wow. about this pair it with some of the other things we've talked about you got a bunch of people who like maybe they're not super invested in the game like dd said but they're there because they're football fans man you could be drinking beers with women talking to people <laughs> that you enjoy and flicking around watching all the games one of my biggest pet peeves and this has happened a lot with Pitt this year which i did not see coming is that we have like these 3 30 and, and and 8 p.m kickoffs you miss the entire day of college football, right? Cause your tailgate starts during the early games and then you're there the whole day. Um, so I'm going to go generator and then a TV so that we have all of the entertainment options that we want. I like it. Strong. That's good. Dude. Strong. I remember that in college, people used to get very mad at me because I would miss a lot of tailgates in college. Cause I'm like, dude, I don't want to miss the whole day. Cause like, West Virginia was playing all the time and that 4.30 through 3.30, like ABC, ESPN slot all the time. And I used to be so annoyed. Like, I'm missing everything. Yeah. So I feel you. All right. Uh, what is this, pick eight? Yeah. Yeah, pick eight mm-hmm. in the tailgate draft. Weather. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's deep. I did not see that coming. DD's Weather tapping on the forces of nature here and i like it outside the box i am picking weather there is i don't need it i don't want it to be a hundred degrees where every player is passing out on the field or you are sweating your face off no i need it to be sunny and like 65 70 degrees a nice day some people are wearing shorts some people aren't you're good that's what i need i need good weather for the tailgate Maybe nice little breeze. That's a hard one. Yeah, exactly. Nice, nice breeze. That's what you need. Not cold shit. Oh, by the way, you two didn't respond to my text messages. And I saw a, it's very annoying when you see someone on Instagram, post a picture, post a video of your friends, right? And then they respond, the person who posts the video. And then your two friends who you do a podcast with don't respond at all to the message that you sent. Where, where, where did, you, did you send this message? Where did you see this? To the brunch break. I Slaw posted the video of yeah. your tailgate. And yeah. I saw Sean was wearing a toboggan. And I was like, damn, it's toboggan weather already? That's crazy. Slaw responds. You guys, I send you a thing that says, Tennessee's uniform, gray uniforms are the ugliest in college football. Cricket. Ah. On, Cricket. On Instagram? No, no, no. In the text, text message. I see message, it message, god damn it. Oh, text messages? Nothing. Nothing. Hmm. It was just the wrong time, Didi. You shouldn't have texted us then. <laughs> I was very angry. I'm like, like you're not. I see you. Are we? Are I, we, we were peak you. tailgate. Are we no longer the people that are invited to your tailgate? <laughs> you're, you're there were close. too many pickup trucks and hot dogs and women <laughs> around us at the time. <laughs> you were just enjoying the moment. That's right. Um. Next for pick for me, what is this? Pick number nine, I suppose. Third yep. round pick, final pick of the third round. I'm stunned that this has dropped this far. Not to argue with any of your picks. They've been phenomenal. But um, we need good music. We need a speaker. Give me that. I, we have to have good music there. I can't have people just jib-jabbing in my ear the whole time <laughs> without some sort of release to get away. Give me, Give me good music. Give me a good playlist. All that that taken that for my uh my third round pick pick number nine pick number ten my final one oh boy so see this is tricky this is tricky where I go here I got a lot of value picks left um <laughs> Dan's big board <laughs> <laughs> you can you can make free agent offers to anything that doesn't get picked in this draft okay that's good I'm gonna take this because it's a it's a it's a hot item because. It, literally, literally, it's a hot item. I need a grill. I need a grill there. I need a grill there. I mean, I need Didi's hot dogs, and I need them to be done on the grill properly. So I have to. I have to have a grill. It, it opens up the options. Essential tailgate. 
Yeah, you just took both of our hopeful picks, I think. <laughs> because I hate, and hate is a strong word, because the grill does fine. But that, like, tailgate grill doesn't do the job right. It does it good enough, but it doesn't do it right. I don't want your grill. I need somebody to roll their grill in. I don't want it to fold out of your backseat. <laughs> like I want to, I want somebody with a real grill to come in and get it done. So man, that's a good pick. <sighs> Where am I going to go? I have a really boring one, but you know what? I think I'm going to pick it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to pick it. This is it. My, last pick in the draft chairs i want a place to sit because when you're doing the tailgating for a long period of time most of the time you're standing but at some point you want to sit for at least i don't know 15 30 something like that you just want to sit down and carry on the conversation so chairs is my last pick there's a lot of utility in that pick. And I'll just yeah. say, uh, you know, Didi, he's he's a big fan of kickers these days. He's a big fan <laughs> of chairs these days. I don't know what's, what's happening? happening to you, man. Um, but you're changing. You get him to a tailgate. <laughs> yeah. You had yeah, you, you you became a father of three and you instantly got more boring. And I just <laughs> Dan and I are here for you. If you need yeah. anything, Dan and I are here for you. Okay. Just want you it to- really is a cry for help. <laughs> Um, all right. So this is the final pick in the draft then. Um, I, this is just a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I'm going to go with the flagpole because wow. I, I am, I'm very passionate about the tailgate flagpole. I'm very passionate about how, a fan base can up just the overall atmosphere of a tailgating parking lot by having lots of flags going amidst the entire social environment. And I want to contribute to that. So I'm going to toss a tailgate flagpole in the back of the truck on the way to this tailgate. Also key to finding where your car is. Mm Mm-hmm. That's Very key. Yeah. That's a good point. When you are in some of these packed parking lots, you don't know where the hell your car's at. If you have a unique flag or you're the visiting team, <laughs> it's yeah. very easy to find <laughs> your car. Dude, it's funny you say that. Dan and I went to uh, Iowa many, many years ago now, probably like almost 10 years ago now. And um, we were quite literally the only pit fans in Iowa. And we had obviously then the only one pit flag in this gigantic uh, sea of tailgating cars in the middle of nowhere. So that was very helpful. There's a lot of utility to that, which is appreciated. Uh, Boys, let's recap our drafts. And I want to know from the listeners, who do you think had the best draft? Give us your draft grades. Um, (laughs) I ended up with pickup truck, generator, TV, and flagpole. Didi, what'd you end up with? Hot dogs, people who don't care about the game that much, <laughs> weather, and what was my last pick? Oh, chairs. chairs. Hot yeah. dogs, people who don't care about the game that much, weather, and chairs. Wild, wild mix of things there. Uh, and my four were beer, women, music, and a grill. I think Dan won. And I- I think I just wrote a country song with that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Dan, I want that song on the playlist at the I'm tailgate. Like, That's what I want. <laughs> I'm like, Dan just wrote like a Luke Combs, like banger just now. Yeah. Like, he's, like, That's incredible. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. But let us know at Brunch Breakdown, Mel Kuyper Jr. Tell us your draft grades <laughs> and who won. Um, but Boys, we put our collective heads together. We've got the tailgate of all tailgates. I mean, this thing would sound epic if we if we joined forces, you know. Yeah. And there were a couple, there's still a couple of great things, essential things out there. I left tent off the list because Didi went with weather, but tent is thinking, you know, 
I thought was thinking, you know, here. Indeed, he was thinking above that, like yeah. actual weather. I like that pick better. Um, trash bags. That's a free agent signing for me. Yeah. It's the thing that a lot of people forget are trash Ooh. bags. And like, you can sometimes get away with like, oh, the, the box that we had the, the case of beer in. That some bitch fills up real quick, real quick. And you don't want that thing stinking up in the back of your car. So there's a couple of good st- sneaky picks out there. It was uh, a lot. There's a lot to consider with a tailgate. Yeah. I, I, I want to make a free agent signing for a cooler. Um, Cause I, oh, I kind of can't yes. believe that didn't get yes. there. Yes. Yes. Oh. I know that was surprising. Um, And can I make a free agent signing for ice? Yeah. Please. <laughs> oh yeah. I Man, and, uh, my Mr. Irrelevant signing is uh, cookie cake, because if you haven't had one <laughs> at a tailgate, Chris, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the difference delightful. maker. Delightful. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It makes me want to go tailgate. I really do. You need it. Apparently, you need it. I really do. But the problem with me and tailgating is, you know, like this I, man i want to do it at home but you got me in like september after that i'm not about that life anymore yeah <laughs> i can't stand outside in 40 degrees i can't do it guys <laughs> i can't i'm not i'm just, my bones they don't work the same anymore <laughs> it's not the same it makes me sad sometimes but like it's it hurts um my gosh well guys let's get into what we're listening to Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's do boys. It. All right, let's go. Chris, what are you listening to, man? Um, there was a, this is going to be a very nostalgic, what we're listening to uh, for your boy, um, the brain Where are we going? Because. Me too. Blink-182 dropped a atomic bomb on the world today, <laughs> announcing that they have an album coming. They have a new song coming even sooner. And I'm going to keep saying the word coming because if you didn't see the video, you got to go <laughs> to their social media and check it out. It's exactly what you would want from Blink-182. And to top it off, Tom is back. Tom wow. is back. It's just like, man, the timeline was fun today because people were happy about something, which is always good. <laughs> so uh, all of my songs are going to be a nostalgia trip. We're going to start off with my fla- my favorite Blink song of all time, which is Carousel. But I am so, so, so unbelievably excited uh, that this is happening. World tour, man. Like they're coming. I think they're coming to Pittsburgh, right? They got to Pittsburgh. May 17th, 2023, PPG Paints Arena. See you there. I am going to. Wait, and guess what? May could be a nice tailgate. Boys, let's start planning right now. Tailgate for this show. <laughs> I like it. I like yes. I yes, like yes. it. I like it. Also, uh, they announced two festivals that they're going to be on, and there is a gaping hole in the schedule where Coachella is. So stop, stop it. Yep. <laughs> there is a gaping hole in the schedule. It goes April 1st and 2nd in Mexico, and then they are not back on the road again until May 4th. So just did you are they playing in LA anywhere 90 days after Coachella though? Uh, that's becoming something that's like not exactly truth, but I'm not seeing it. June, you're gonna make me get back. June 16th, June 16th. So, yeah, ooh, that's far enough. Mm. Okay, so there's that. F (laughs) (laughs) cheese. All right, there whatever. I guess I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that was, was an, it was it was amazing news. Uh, goosebumps all day, amazing. Um, but a lot of yeah, a lot of music to catch on, uh, catch up on from the past couple of weeks. Uh, start with our boy, twenty four K Golden, um, released that new single called Mistakes. I think it was last week, um, and it's just really simple though. Simple guitar. Simple vocals, but it like really lets you hear how fantastic his vocals are. He's already super talented, but you like really get to respect his vocals on a different level with this uh, with this song. A little bit of a different sound that maybe that we're used to songs that we put on the playlist of his. Uh, but I I really I really dig it. Mistakes by Twenty Four K Golden. 
Nice. I really like that song. Um, I actually had that song on my list, but I have another. So oh, good. you're good, Dan. You're good. Uh, Willow Smith put out her album. Well, Willow put out her album, Coping Mechanism, and it is it's really freaking good. Like, holy shit, is it good? Um, very well produced. I like it. Split. I'm going to put on the playlist. I love songs that just change the whole direction of a song in the last 45 seconds. I, I just enjoy that. She does that here on that song. So split, check it out. Well, full circle there because you took Willow off my list. So that's <laughs> only fair. Um, you are a, str- you're a stranger. Same thing there. Last 45 seconds. All of a sudden we're turning to throwback screamo. I love it. The album's fantastic. Yep. Willow. Nice. Um, my next pick is going to be Alistair because friends of the podcast, Eternal Boy are doing some tour dates with Alistair which is just awesome. And I think it's perfect because Eternal Boy, like they are built in the framework of the drive through Records era. And Alistair was one of those staple bands from that era. So um, probably going to throw somewhere on Fullerton on the, uh, on the playlist this week. That was kind of their, you know, top jam from back in the day. Yeah, love that. Love that. Um, let's see. Next up for me then is going to be... Um, one of the best modern day kind of, you know, they're in a pop punk, like alternative category uh, bands out there. The main teamed up with, in my opinion, one of the brightest stars in that exact same field, uh, Ren for short. And they came out with a song called uh, Box in a Heart. And it's another kind of almost similar to that 24K Golden song. It's, a kind of, it's an acoustic song, um, but these these two voices work so well together um i just got obsessed when i heard this pairing that again the main's been around for a while they're kind of a staple in that field and rent for short she's she's younger she's up and coming she's fantastic we have a chance to see her live please do that but their collaboration box and heart put that on the playlist this week nice all right um my girl tate mccray put out a new record Uh uh-oh i love this song I, did your, I just your daughter Tate. name the song? What'd you say? Uh-oh. Did your daughter name the song? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, this song, super good. I love Tate's voice. I just do. And she just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I feel like I'm the person, the reason why she's beginning bigger and bigger. So <laughs> shouts to Tate McRae. Uh-oh. Really good record. I love this song. Dude, Tate McRae and Hot Dogs. Where else would DDB? <laughs> banner episode for daniel dudley today (laughs) Uh, um i'm gonna probably toss on even more than what i'm saying here but like we're gonna continue the drive-through theme and this nostalgia theme i'm gonna put like best of me from starting line kiss me diss me from homegrown i'm just super nostalgic okay more than usual with my music and uh i was gonna say we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna really get into it on the playlist this week I've got Blink-182 fever. I can tell. Yes. Everybody's so happy. It, listen, it makes me happy too. So It's amazing. Amazing news. Uh, last one for me is uh, from Dayglow. Uh, his new incredible album called People in Motion. Um, been waiting for this one for a long time, frankly. And it was well, it is well worth the wait. Uh, it's just a masterpiece of like alternative pop collection. Uh, in an album and so uh, i'm gonna put the song is called radio uh it just grabbed my attention right away so damn catchy uh love this album love day glow love the song radio uh here's a question paramore put out their song this is why we've been off since then right correct okay putting that on the playlist i am a big fan of that song i'm a big fan of the video i think it's really funny um, I just think the lyrics are very um, <laughs> are very someone in their 30s. Um, this is why I don't leave the house. And I just think that's hilarious. Um, but anyways, I like the video, I like the song. Don't enjoy the fact that two half of well, two thirds of Paramore are dating now. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Feel like that yeah. turns that's gonna turn into um, I don't know whatever this comeback is is going to end very soon so um but anyways that's personal stuff paramore this is why i hope the album comes out before the breakup (laughs) 
Yeah, I think album's out in February. Uh, mm-hmm. The song, it's as I'm listening to it, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. At first, I was like, oh, this is fine. And it turns out they actually wrote this song years ago before they last split. It was the last song they actually wrote. Um, a lot of group vocals in it. I need more, I need more Haley Williams. And I think we're going to get that moving forward. Um, yeah. Stay together for the kids. Like there, there's your full circle of <laughs> throwback, Chris, Blink-22, Paramore. Stay together for the kids, please. <laughs> Don't let your personal relationships get in the way of a beautiful, beautiful coming back of this band. We need Paramore. Paramore and Blink-182, ladies and gentlemen, what year is it? <laughs> And there's a lot of rumors about this Blink album too. Like, because Travis has talked a lot about like, oh yeah, on the next Blink album, Pharrell's on it. Yeah. Like uh, collabs out there. A lot of collabs. Yeah. A lot of things. Tom said today it's the greatest album they've ever written. We'll see. We shall see. I mean, I like the what the 10 seconds clip of the song coming out on Friday that we heard in this video today. That got me excited enough. So lot to look forward to a lot to look forward to wow yeah and I, you know listen i just love that the song is called it sounds called edging right yep yeah and i'm just like <laughs> listen i understand that like blink 182 is like in like somebody's got to be in their 50s in that in blink 182 at this point right somebody's 50 somebody's 50 uh i think at least i would think anyhow close yeah like i just you know it just made me think it's like all right they put out a song called edging they got the world tour it's like all right they're very serious this is all happening this made me happy it's not like they yeah. put out some serious ballad trying to change things up it's like nope right. the song's called edging we're back let's go the boys are back yeah. <laughs> all right boys do we have a bishop sycamore game of the week i've been looking it up actively Okay, oh well, well, let's get it going. Uh, Bishop Sycamore game of the week. What is it? Drum roll. Um, go doors. Okay, go Vanderbilt Commodores. You are that was the one facing was the worst line of the week. 38 point underdogs against number one, Georgia. Um, go doors. Go doors. Let's we all need to. We love the city of Nashville, right? Go doors. 38 points. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like a real school. <laughs> that's heavy. God. That's yeah, like, it's not a Mac team. That's embarrassing. Runner up for Bishop Sycamore game of the week for me, because I always it's this is personal. <laughs> Tennessee, Alabama. I feel what? like every couple years, a team takes my heart and just stomps it on the ground. I love nothing more than watching this Tennessee team just throw bombs. That's all they do. They throw bombs and they just, if it gets caught, it gets caught. And they make me so happy. They're going to get spanked by Alabama by like 50. <laughs> and because this is what happens every year. There's a team that just makes you feel, oh, this is the one. And then they play Alabama and it looks like they've never played football before. Mm. And I don't want these games to happen anymore. <laughs> so. That's my, I I hope the game's good. That's why it can't be exactly the Bishop Sycamore game of the week, but. Right, right. When we see the score, it's going to feel like it because in Alabama's like reeling right now, the quarterback situation's weird. (laughs) It's going to suck. suck. And I'm so hyped for that game on Saturday. I'm so hyped for it. (laughs) Well, boys, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? Uh, yeah. Would you have held on to Aaron Judge's 62nd home run ball? Oh, God. Yes. Yes, I would have. I would have held on to 61 also. Those fucking dorks. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You're like, oh, we don't want anything back. And they just left with signed bats and jerseys or whatever. That was stupid. I, I don't know who... Is out here. They have all the power. I don't know how you don't negotiate better things. I'm not saying you ask for a million dollars. I'm just like, get Yankee tickets for life. Get something. I don't, I just don't understand how you, how these people do this shit and then just like leave with just like, oh, Tom Brady signed my jersey. What? Yeah. He's done so much for the organization. Like, dude, you had a life changing item in your hand and you gave it back for nothing. 
yeah. Yeah, hold on to that buy, but it's worth a lot of money right now. You could sell it right now, but you could also hold on to it for a couple of years and see if that price goes up. But yeah, you gotta you gotta have a better negotiator on your side. You're holding on to something like that. Dumb. Dorks. <laughs> Future referees of America. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the French breakdown. We're out.